Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Boom! Oh, <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty in sync. Unlike our, our boy band, out of sync. Out of sync. <laughs> out of sync. How you doing, Martina? Martina Brugnoni. Did I say it right? Yes. You nailed it. That never happens. <sighs> that it never happens on our end either. <laughs> so uh, well, how are you guys doing awesome welcome awesome. to the insurance dudes podcast the world famous insurance dudes world. podcast now over 200 episodes strong on itunes <laughs> and all the other ones yeah yeah so honored. yeah oh i can tell i am <laughs> <laughs> well so um you're you're no stranger to the insurance world you're uh, after you got out. You went to to SUNY, huh? Is that. Do you guys know what that is? It's something University of New York. Yeah, so New York, New York has Special? so many state schools that they have a uh-huh. whole system for state schools called the SUNY system. So it's just State University of New York at wherever the campus is. But huh. I think there's like 15 or 20 of them. Well, so. Like Cal State or UC. Yeah, exactly. In California. Mm-hmm. Here in Arizona, there's two. Well, no, three. NAU. Everybody forgets about yeah. them. <laughs> And uh, well, okay, so you you were you came from there, did an internship over there on a morning show. That must have been mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, Super then, fun. Hated waking up that early, but yeah, it was fun. I know that's crazy. You do have to get up early, huh? Mm-hmm. So well, from before, there, yeah. Before oh. we go into all this, what, the first oh. question, Mr. Craig. Okay, do it. So Martina, so, what was the first concert you ever went to? And take us back. Hopefully it's like Barney or something. No, well, it wasn't good. Barney. I think I was in seventh grade and it was Fallout Boy. <laughs> oh, nice. Fallout Boy. Yeah. yeah. First Fallout Boy. Good times. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing, but that was it. Potentially they were good. the final Fallout Boy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. where, where did you see him? I, I saw him at this venue that was actually like, I want to say it was like five minutes from my house. And it was on a Wednesday night, which was obviously a school night. Mm-hmm. So I remember my mom bringing me there with one of my girlfriends, dumped us off. And then, yeah, we there were rocking out with Fall Out Boy. <laughs> nice. What was the best concert you've been to? Your favorite of all time? I've seen Rihanna a lot. I love Rihanna. But I also, oh, the best one, easy hands down. The Jonas, uh, Jonas Brothers did their tour this past year. And my little sister's a huge fan. So for Christmas, I got her and my older sister, all of us, like these VIP seats in Dallas. So we were literally like 10 feet away from them the whole time. It was crazy. It was. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I heard they're great. They're really good. You know, and you always think of them as like such a little teeny bopper band, but they're really actually very good show. Talented. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's about putting on the big, the big production, right? It's a big. Yeah. It's not like going Mm -hmm. to a punk show. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So let me get back to what I was into here. Mm-hmm. If I may, Mr. Please Jason. Do, Mr. Craig. Please <laughs> do. So after uh, this internship, uh, State Farm. So this is, this is your break into the beautiful and wonderful world that we all know is insurance, the insurance industry. Cutting edge. Always fast. Quickest with the technology. Exciting. And I know Big Red has some really powerful technology under the hood when, they're, when you're doing quotes. Still in uh, DOS, I think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh, well, okay. So that was, uh, that's June 
that was back 2009 to 2014. Then you jumped into uh, YPC Media. And I think a lot of people in our neck of the woods, uh, which we won't talk about, know that name, mm-hmm. uh, YPC Media. I did. I think, I think mm-hmm. uh, Mr. does. Um, and uh, no, so you were there for I a don't. long time. Five years. Five years. I was there for five years, yeah. Or loyalist. If you did the Enneagram, I bet you're the loyalist. And, no, I'm not. I'm the... Oh, it's. I think it's number eight. I don't remember what it is. Oh, eight. That's what Jason is. Jason. What is it? Eight. The What's challenger. It again? The challenger. The challenger. He's the challenge. I'm seven. The enthusiast. I might be thinking of a different one. I know I'm eight for something. Maybe that is it. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah. many different things. Yeah. I was looking into it last night. This is totally derailing the conversation, but. Man, I was like, I was searching around for all the different ones. <laughs> Me and my wife are going through, and then you fill it out, and man, that is a long, it's long it's hard to keep track school. of. Yeah, for sure. That's funny though. I'm I'm a seven. You're a seven with a second as an eight. You're an eight with a second as a seven. So that that's why we're we're good balance yeah. there. Um, yeah. And then you said, "I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to take. I want to. I don't want to have to work as much. I want my own business." And I am going to go and open a marketing company. So here we are. Talk to us about this journey. I love it. Uh, where do you want me to start? Back at State Farm? Go, go, yeah, let's go there. Yeah, what did the you learn there? Farm. I, yeah, oh, gosh, the I learned a lot there. So my dad worked. Um, he was like a, I really don't know exactly what he did, like <laughs> what his job title. And it kills him. We used to call him a claims officer. But he was something up in claims So I always grew up with State Farm my whole life. And then when I was 18, when I was in college, I wanted to get a job that I could go back and forth to. I was sick of working in retail. I was sick of working in like coffee shops, stuff like that. So I'm like, dad, like get me with one of your friends that's an agent and let me go work in the office. So he's like, here, you call him yourself. If you want a job, you're going to call him and you're going to talk to him and, and get it yourself. So I did. And I started just doing like, you know, basic customer service stuff. And they were like, wow, you're, you're really good on the phone for being so young and inexperienced. And then started setting appointments. And then that was back when, um, this makes me sound so old, but that was back when like Facebook was first getting really big. And when they first started to come out with like business pages. So he's like, do you want to do this? I don't really know how any of this stuff works. So that's how I really got started um, doing online stuff for state farm agents was for the agent that I actually worked at. And then obviously it's blown up like crazy since then. Um, so in college I majored in marketing and public relations. So once I graduated, I was like, okay, I want to actually get into marketing. That's what I enjoy. That's what I love to do. I love doing sales. So I started working at YPC media. Um, I was hired at YPC media as the, assistant sales manager. So there was a sales manager. They had never had an assistant sales manager, but they needed one. And so I started doing that. I absolutely hated it. I hated training. I hated managing all that stuff. And I remember one day the the sales were really, really down. And I'm like, I can't wait for you guys to figure this out anymore. So I just picked up the phone and I started doing some sales. And then I remember our CFO came up to me after like two days where I was doing sales. And he's like, are you starting to do the math? And I'm like, what? He's like, do you see how much money you could be making if if you were to go into sales instead of this assistant bullshit? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. So um, I, I started doing sales and then kind of the obvious move for me, because we had already had a couple reps there that were working with State Farm agents. So I'm like, oh, I got this. I know State Farm better than you guys do. Like, watch. So I kind of just 
went out and I, I remember I picked my own market cause they, the two guys that were doing it before kind of had, you know, uh, they were working with a lot of like the Texas agents and Georgia and all that. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go somewhere that like you guys, I think are a little too scared to do, which is New York city. So I just started Ooh. printing out a bunch of agents in New York city, ended up talking to a very, very big agent there who's still a very close client. And he ended up uh, giving me a ton of referrals. So it just kind of grew from there. Hmm. So yeah, that's why I was there for five years. Cause it took a while. Yeah, it does. It does take a while to fill up that pipeline, you know, and, and just get it humming along. But once yeah, it does, it, it's great. Yeah. And it, it kind of went from, you know, I'm, I'm just doing marketing with, with these agents to starting to get invited to present at study groups. We ended up hosting our own conference with a bunch of agents. I ended up needing to hire and, and train a team underneath me. So it really got very big where the company built its own insurance department just based off of, you know, the other guys that were doing it and myself, uh, growing the program there. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. And you should never feel old if you're in the room with me. And I know that Jason wanted yeah. to drop this joke. <laughs> I did. I did. And I saw him just like, Oh, I was old, old. old when Facebook, I mean, <laughs> Craig remembers the first computer, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> The, the abacus. They're like, we have this new thing that we can do math with, and it's called an abacus. Oh I don't even know what it is. What's an abacus? I don't either. I'm like, huh? Oh, that's it. I'm leaving. <laughs> and then Craig will tell you about uh, back when he started with insurance and there was microfish, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it was so before it was- that. Yeah, it was before the microfish. Did you do door-to-door insurance sales? Were you one of those? Of course. Yeah. No, no. I'm not really that old. So... <laughs> But almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the big splash into marketing, you know, so you, you've learned, you had five years to cut your teeth. Now you go in. Um, what was that like? What was that transition? And I, I'm sure you'd been thinking of it for a long time, right? But moving from that corporate world and then off onto your own, talk about that. Yeah. So it, I was actually very lucky at YPC because it was a new program. It was a new department really that we had created that they gave us a lot of um, say, I guess, in how we wanted to grow it. But I wasn't necessarily given as much say as the other person that was doing it with me. And obviously that got frustrated. I'm type A. I want to be the leader. I want to be the one calling the shots. So when I moved to Dallas, um, which was February 2019, made a huge, huge change. I had been in Rochester, New York my whole life. And, you know, things just started to, it sounds dramatic to say unravel, but unravel even further with my relationship <laughs> with them. And, and I was kind of like, you know what, I am the one that my clients want to work with. They trust me. It's not the company's name. It's, it's that they want to work with me. And I know that if I were to do this on my own, that I would be successful because I have that much confidence in myself, but also in my relationship with my clients. So the biggest struggle there was not uh, getting clients. It was getting out of a non-compete that I had signed when I was 24 years old and had no idea what I was signing. So mm. obviously I had to get an attorney, crazy expensive, months of back and forth, back and forth. It was a huge loss for YPC financially. So they weren't just going to say, yeah, here, you know, go take all your clients, have at it. So it was kind of a back and forth of that. And then I think the other big struggle was I had moved to Dallas and the two girls that were right away without any hesitation. Yes, we're joining this company with you. 
they were in New York still. So not only are we building a brand new company, we're doing it remote. So I'm teaching these girls an industry that they're not as well versed in as I am. They have, uh, Marisa, one of the girls had come from a state farm background. She was working at Northwestern Mutual. So she definitely had insurance experience, but not within the marketing side of it. Um, so training them and teaching them what we were doing from Dallas while they were in New York was really, really tough, but they're just really awesome, hardworking, very smart girls. So, you know, it kind of worked out. And then, uh, I ended up getting one of my old team members from YPC, Elena came down, um, to Dallas with me and she also started working with Uptown, hired a couple other salespeople, a couple other operations people. And here we are. Here you are. And was, uh, how, how, how big of an impact was COVID? Not at all. Perfect. I don't want to say not at all. I don't want to say not at all. Uh, the biggest thing I think was just kind of being there for the agents and understanding that they, a lot of them were putting their marketing on the back burner, not that they were like canceling it. Cause there was a lot of shopping going on, but they were kind of like, Hey, I can't do our, our meeting this week. I've got X, Y, Z going on, you know? So just, yeah. We just kind of had to be there for them in the background and kind of waited out while while the agents kind of dealt with all the stuff that they were going through, which was, I think, mm. a lot more. Yeah, a lot of we, uncertainty for sure mm-hmm. at first. There was a especially. there was uncertainty. Yeah, I mean, it was nuts. And like we launched a tele team, like telemarketing company, in the middle of all of that, and were able to actually. I mean, I thought it performed much better than we we had even anticipated, and I think it was pretty fortunate because there were a lot of people at home contact rates just went through the roof, you know, so from, uh, on the retail side, you know, just, just reaching out, it was, it was good, but that's yeah. it. If you have the right strategies in place, when, when the world's biggest event happens, you're in good shape, you know? And so, um, it was good for both our agencies and launching that we were a little like, Oh shit, maybe that was yeah. bad timing, but yeah. yeah, I mean the marketing, marketing was totally fine. I had also started a recruiting side of the business in February right before all this hit. And that absolutely blew up in my face. Uh, You know, the licensing places closed down. All these people were just, you know, we can't have you come in for an interview. So that just completely uh, didn't pan out. (laughs) Well, I want to get a little bit into the marketing because, you know, all the insurance dudes love talking about the marketing. You have a crazy amount of experience. can we go through a little bit of, of some strategy tactics or anything that, that some big stuff that maybe somebody hasn't dove highly into marketing, uh, an agent, Yeah. what would be the starting from like one Oh one, what would you, what would so you want me to do to? specific to state farm agents or just in general insurance agents? Cause we only work with state farm agents, but I am obviously familiar with an independent, those other companies. Yeah, I would say, um, I, I think, I mean, this is my take. I, I mean, it could be totally way off, but I feel like the captive agents have it harder. They're in a smaller yes. box where um, they can only do so much. Where if you take some of those smaller box tactics, throw them in the independent world, it's like, wow, that, that can really work. Because now not only can they do this, they can add on 20 other things <laughs> that you know, captives aren't allowed to do. So let's, let's do some, a little get bit more geared towards captives. Um, because I think that, you know, yeah, I think everybody could use that advice. Yeah. So, all right. First thing, 
you have to know your market and you have to have realistic expectations for your market. If you have a friend that's in uh, Las Vegas and they're getting XYZ result and you're in a suburb in Pennsylvania, the middle of nowhere, and you think, oh, my friend is is getting this amount, uh, can you do this for me? No, you have to understand the realities of your market and also the realities of the internet. I think having realistic expectations, being in an industry where there's so many different companies out there that are always calling and promising you, hey, we're going to guarantee you this top spot. We're going to guarantee 500 zillion leads. It's really important to have realistic expectations and understand how the internet actually works and that there's only so much that you can do, right? So captive agents, you have to optimize your website within that box as much as you can. So you are in a box, but it doesn't mean you can't work within that box, right? So mm. the content on your website, uh, you know, anything that you can take advantage of, you have to be taking advantage of because you're already starting, you know, a step back because you're stuck within this box. You have all these compliance mm. restrictions that, you know, you can't do the cool marketing stuff that a lot of companies can do, which sucks. It's really frustrating as a creative person. It's, it's annoying for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, I just saw this really cool thing come out. Can't do it though. You know, the, right. the companies aren't going to totally. allow it. Um, so working within the box, uh, having realistic expectations, um, a big thing I think is just being present. And when I say being present, getting reviews from your customers is important. Um, interacting with your customers online. So if they do leave your review, respond to them. You know, so many agents we see online, they have all these customer reviews and there's no responses. They give you the response platform for a reason. You know, you, you got to think about it like if somebody walked into your business and said, Hey, Craig, you guys do such a great job. I'm such a happy client. Thank you so much. And you just turned around and, and walked the other way. <laughs> You know, yeah, totally. you never do that. So when somebody's shopping online, they, they see, you know, oh, this guy responded to his clients. He's obviously very engaged. Mm. Um, pictures are huge as well. Not only do they help you show up more often in different searches on social media more often. Um, but if you think about consumers now are so bombarded with every, I mean, Every second, there's something different flashing in our face trying to get our attention, right? So if I'm going online and I'm looking for a new nail salon, right? I, there's no chance I'm going to walk in somewhere that doesn't have reviews and I can't see what the salon looks like, right? Because I right. know I have that option with other places. So if you're not taking advantage of, of very what I believe to be basic needs of an online presence right now, they're going to move right along to somebody that does because they feel that instant connection with them already. So building your brand, um, can be very easily done through, you know, pictures, reviews, engaging with people, uh, that are online. Yeah. iPhone photos or professional photos. iPhone photos are fine. Absolutely. All day long. All day I long. even take, I even take a picture of the review and then post that as a picture. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, that it doesn't too. really, you just got to have stuff up, you know? Like, exactly. but, but, huh? What? I take a picture of taking a picture and then I'll take a picture of that. That I think that that's the next else. level. Yeah, well, it is. Very it's good like strategy. Inception. Yeah, <laughs> okay, the dream good. within the dream. <laughs> but but so, doesn't it seem like that kind of stuff? Like, it's, I think a lot of people don't post pictures, or, and we've gotten this conversation about videos and stuff. Because it's like, oh, I got to, you know, make it look professional. But at the same time, it's like if it looks too professional, 
then it looks scammy. Like exactly, the, exactly. The, stuff about is, the the online personality now is very genuine. Like if you look at my business posts, there's professional pictures, but all the content, the the captions is just how I would normally talk because we the value of an insurance agent is the human being, right? I care yes. about you. I know you. I know your family. So if you take that and you bring it online and you just show your genuine real self, the, some of the best online presence I, that I see with agents, they're always doing selfies, right? Just taking the picture wherever they are, if they're out in the community, if it's in front of their office, if you know something fun happened with their team, the real live time, like take a picture, let's post it. That is so... <laughs> He's taking a selfie. That is so much more effective than, you know, saying, oh, well, I don't have really nice professional pictures or my team doesn't want to dress up or this or that. Like, no, you don't need to do that at all. Yeah, I almost think that because I see, you know, I mean, I'm obviously looking around, uh, but I see a lot of agents that have around. suits. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing suits and stuff. And it's almost like, I don't know if it's just because I'm more casual, but I, I just, I almost look at it like, ah, that, that can't be like, it looks fake, Mm -hmm. but I think I would like as a consumer to see pictures of real people that are like, maybe having, maybe fun, you know, or think about, could you imagine insurance having fun? Like think about, okay. Think about like when progressive first started doing marketing, they bring in flow and they're making it funny and then Geico's doing it. And like when they, when they created the image of the ins- of the insurance agent, those two tools in suits, like, I mean, they didn't come up with that just magically, right? There was market research that went into, well, what do you think of insurance agents? And everybody said it's some it's some tool in a suit, and they, people don't want that, right? Like, not not the people that now we are marketing to. We're not marketing to the ninety somethings like me. Right. We're marketing to the. Right. To the younger crowd, the millennials. I mean, they're pretty soon the millennials are going to have the biggest buying power of everybody. And it's going to be something, right? So we have to totally change the ways. I like that you said the millennials. The The YouTube. The The YouTube. Oh, I'm starting to get giddy. I'm starting to get giddy. Uh, Cool. Like that. No, that's that's fantastic advice. be continue it's the insurance dudes don't turn it off man that really be rude we're dropping knowledge on the radio so just turn it up so we put together a little webinar from all the things that we've learned Right? Yeah, totally. I love it. It was a lot of fun um, doing it, putting it together. And there's some really good stuff in there. Yes. What did we learn? So what did we, we learned how to sell hundreds of thousands of premium a month using any internet leads. And this is based on a whole bunch of big dudes selling ton and ton yeah. ton of premium a month, like yeah. over a million. Yeah. And it, it, it eliminates that turnover, right? The staff doesn't get burned out. It does. It creates predictable sales. Like, whoa, right? Well, and we also learned how we can copy the processes of the big, giant, fastest-growing PNC carriers and the big local agents. Yep. That was a lot of fun. So 
it was fun. We put it together. We it's on a website. Go to love dot teledudes dot com. <gasps> That's that L O V E dot T E L E D U D E S dot com. How do you spell like that on the fly, Mr. Jason? Well, it took me some practice, but it's love dudes.com. <laughs> you are good at that. Is so that let it? me get this straight. <laughs> it's love L-O-V-E.teledudes.com. Love.teledudes.com. I love that. <laughs> I, I love it too. I surprised you too, Mr. Craig. You, you didn't know. tricked me. <laughs> Do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.